The pages of a book are filled with great adventures, stories of everlasting love, heartbreak, and the classic whodunit. Explore them all with your host, Laura Young. Welcome to Read Astray. Hello, I'm Laura Young, a middle school reading teacher and avid reader in general. Welcome to Read Astray, a podcast devoted to reviewing books, books of differing genres and for differing audiences. In this episode, I'm featuring An Oldie But a Goodie, And Then There Were None by Agatha Christie. And Then There Were None is not actually the original title for this book. It has been changed three times since its original publication in 1939 due to changing feelings regarding racially disparaging terms. The events of the novel relate to a poem about the death of ten boys, The poem, which is framed and displayed in each character's guest room, was originally titled Ten Little, mm, a word that I don't use but starts with N and rhymes with bigger. The book was published under that title in Europe, but both the title and the poem were changed to Ten Little Indians for American publication. Eventually, both changed again, the title to And Then There Were None and the poem to Ten Little Soldiers. The genre is crime fiction. In fact, this is actually the best-selling crime novel of all time. The author, Agatha Christie, was born in England. Her mother did not want her to learn to read at an early age and did not even send her to school until she was in her late teens. Christie utilized her imagination a great deal because she spent so much time at home alone as an only child. Though she claims she never wanted to become a writer, the readers of this world, I'm sure, are glad she did. She is best known for her 66 detective novels and 14 short story collections, as well as the world's longest-running play, The Mousetrap. Her books have sold over a billion copies in English and a billion in translation. I'm a big lover of Agatha Christie, She's written some fantastic murder mysteries, and her stories never get tiring, but this is one that just comes to the top every time. I reread it recently because our school system adopted a new reading curriculum, which begins this fall, and this book is part of the novel reading options for my students. The story revolves around ten characters, three women and seven men, ten strangers who arrive on an island, invited by an unknown potentially host whose name is a clever play on words, U-N-O-N, unknown or unknown. Each of these characters has a secret to hide and a crime for which they must pay. The characters include a reckless playboy, a troubled doctor, a formidable judge, an uncouth detective, an unscrupulous mercenary, a God-fearing spinster, two restless servants, a highly decorated general, and an anxious secretary. The characters are introduced at the beginning of the book, which is quite handy. I found myself referring back to their descriptions on several occasions. The story is set in 1939 on Soldier Island, an isolated, tiny island near the Devon coast of England. You're listening to Red Astray, I'm Laura, your book review host from the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. 
Teeth whitening is a great way to offset the effects of aging in order to maintain a beautiful and healthy smile. Henson Oakley on West Jackson Street in Cookville offers Zoom teeth whitening for a whiter, brighter smile. Visit Henson Oakley Family Dentistry to see if Zoom teeth whitening might be right for you. Again, today's review is And Then There Were None by Agatha Christie. The story goes a bit like this. Ten strangers each get an invitation from someone they think they may know to stay on an island resort. Well, resort is a bit of a misnomer. It's really a big house on an island, Soldier Island, an isolated little place off the Devon coast of England. Still, it's famous for being a party place, and nobody in the group turned down the invitation. Big mistake. Cut off from the mainland with their generous hosts, Mr. and Mrs. Ewan Owen, mysteriously absent, they are each accused of a terrible crime. Almost as soon as everyone is gathered together, a recorded voice booms out through the walls and accuses each of them of being a murderer. And not just in the, hey, you're all murderers way. Nope, whoever it is appears to know specific details about each death and why these particular people are actually responsible. Of course, everyone immediately starts proclaiming his or her innocence. What? No, that person died accidentally. I was never even a suspect. Who would dare to accuse me? Nonsense. However, within minutes, one of them falls over dead. Is it suicide or something much more nefarious? When the first member of the party dies suddenly, the strangers realize that they may be harboring a murderer among their number. Who will survive and who is the killer? Copies of an ominous nursery rhyme hang in each room, each of the murders mimicking the awful fates of its ten little soldier boys. The first two stanzas, for example, are... Ten little soldier boys went out to dine. One choked his little self, and then there were nine. Nine little soldier boys stayed up very late. One overslept himself, and then there were eight. So, in the mimicking fashion, the first victim actually choked to death and died. The second victim doesn't wake up after turning in for the night. As the body counts continue to rise, they have to face the facts that these aren't accidents. And with each new death coinciding with the children's, children's rhyme that's tacked up in each room, all signs point to a self-appointed executioner in their midst. In a masterful conclusion, the reader understands all of the connections, learns why the killer chose them to die, and develops a very distinct opinion on who was right and who was wrong. And Then There Were None is a very clever novel, full of mystery and suspense and easily quite frightening at times. I tried to imagine being one of the characters, one of the people on this island. How would it feel to trust absolutely no one? To wonder if you're next, to anticipate how and when your life will end. That would be psychologically draining. I appreciate how Agatha Christie doesn't have to write an extensively lengthy novel with a massive backstory. Her mysteries are just simply put together but clever and hard to unravel. I would recommend this book to everyone. If you're a mystery fan, you must read this. And if you've never read Agatha Christie, this should definitely be your first. Regardless, Christie is a master and should be required reading for all. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm always open for book recommendations and ideas and format suggestions. 
You can access me through social media. Look for Laura Young on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tune in again next time for another book review. Until then, happy reading. You've been listening to Red Astray. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.